0: Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am G.W., and I am the Son of a Preacher. So happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message about It Is Finished to the pulpit in March of 1970. Scripture was from John, the 19th chapter and the 30th verse, and it very simply says, It Is Finished. So dad gave this sermon during the sixth week of Lent in 1970. So the title of the sermon, calling it It Is Finished, can be very appropriate for the ending of Lent saying that it is finished and we are done with the sacrifices that we made during the last six weeks. Now, Dad also thought about it as a time when perhaps a person was building a new house. Now, my dad had never lived in a new house, even as a young child or as an adult. As an adult, he had always lived in parsonages, and so he didn't really know the the joy of a home mortgage, and he didn't know the joy of finishing that payment schedule on that home mortgage the joy of saying it is finished and now I can begin begin living with a bit more discretionary income each month he didn't really know the joy of moving into a new house and being able to play with all the new conveniences and things that you've brought into that house to make it very purposefully to be your own home but he had many friends who he had helped celebrate you know, those new experiences and those new homes with over the years. Dad then looked around and said, well, what about a church? Sometimes when you have a church, it comes time to build a new one because, well, the one you're in is either too old to repair or you've grown too big for the facility. So you have a committee who's responsible for raising the funds and, and probably a second committee who is responsible for the design of the building of the church to be sure the building can support the vision of the church for the future. So the new church eventually gets built, and the keys are turned over from the contractors to the trustees of the church. And the keys now belong to the people who have been working so hard to make sure the church would be paid for and could be built. But the trustees know that turning over the keys is really just the beginning. Just like in your house, when you go into your house and everything is brand new, it's really just the beginning because you're going to have to do things to maintain the house and you're going to have to do things to maintain the church and not just the physical plan of the church, but the people and the spiritual well-being of the church has to be cared for also. You have to be continually working on these things. So Jesus came into the world to show mankind how to live and he told us that he was the way, he was the truth, he was the life. Now, we all know a godly life is designed so that we should live it in obedience to God. Now, when you take a look at Jesus' life, he was obedient to the will of God. He was obedient even though it led him to the cross. Now, we know by reading the scriptures that he had tremendous pressure within himself to forsake the will of the Lord and to do what he wanted to do. But even when it was offered to him, he was true to his purpose in life. He declared, Not my will, but thine be done. Now, most of us have compromises that we make in life. Jesus really did not. He was always in harmony with the will of God. Now, when Jesus died, he didn't really say his demonstration of the perfect godly life is now finished. What he was saying, though, is that the living of that godly life by mankind has just begun. It means the ending, well, the ending doesn't always end. Just like when you build a house or you build that new church building, when the construction is ended, that's really just the beginning. We want our goals, and we want our comforts too. And we want religion, but for most of us, religion becomes a sometimes thing. And we sometimes go to church on Sunday, and we sometimes remember to live that godly life. And I'm not saying that all of us should be perfect, because none of us are. But sometimes it just feels like the pressures of life are just too much. Now, in 1970, Dad talked about Vietnam and the race problems that were going on in the United States and around the world. And they were pretty significant. Well, today we have Ukraine and we have the Black Lives Matter movement. Very similar problems that are going on today. So many years later, 50 some years later, different names to the problem but similar problems, nevertheless. Now, there's a terrific conflict all the time between the forces of good and evil. And Jesus conquered everything his enemies could throw at him. He conquered the verbal abuse. He conquered the lashings. He conquered the nails in the cross. All the power thrown against the Lord, he conquered all that. And when he was on the cross and he proclaimed to the world that love was stronger than death, We know Christ at that time had pretty much finished his task here on earth, but the evil could not break his will. That victory by Jesus over evil, that was one for you and for me. We know through Christ nothing can defeat us. We don't have to be afraid of whatever the future might hold for us because we know we have life eternal. Even if you have a gossipy tongue or perhaps a bad temper or any other type of sin that you can think of, you can master it through the love of Christ. And when you have the doubts and the time of despair, and we know we all do from time to time, well, you can conquer them through the love of Christ. And we are free from the ravages of sin. Now, in the sixth word of, on the cross, Jesus is crying a victory cry. Jesus has won the victory, and he has opened the way for men to have that same victory over their sins. Just remember, it is finished, but it's really just begun. Thank you for listening to this today. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40-50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.